Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the show for IT professionals and managed service providers, where we we try to help you run your business, do your jobs better, smarter, and faster. Today, we are continuing with our summer series, the ConnectWise Pidget Program, and as per usual, we are joined by the man of summer, Sean Lardo. Sean, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I have back. I'm doing great, Marv. How are you today? I'm good, but you know, nobody's going to see that. I know, but you can talk about it because typically you're really good at just, uh, you're, you're so Do I really articulate. want to though? Do I want to? Are you, are you bringing it to Orlando? That's going to be the question. I can. I think you should. All right, fine. Done. With a matching shirt and shoes. I, I have the shoes. Don't have the shirt? Not yet. You know what I can do is I can make you a custom shirt with a nice pink neon bright something. We'll talk about it later. We gotta, I'm down. All right. Yes. We got to move on. So let's get to what we're here for today. Uh, we are talking about pitch it. We're uh, down to the last few set of vendors. Uh, but for people that might just be joining for this particular vendor, explain what is pitch it. Oh, good question. Um, pitch it is a sh- um, Make sure I say this properly. A shark tank like competition. There you go. Yes. Right. I don't exactly. Like, don't that, let me be sued. That is sponsored by ConnectWise. It's the fifth year in the running. Uh, what the goal behind it is, is we're looking for the best of the best of emerging technologies um, that are startups that are here to complement the ConnectWise community and ecosystem. And most importantly, you have the ability to support the MSP. Whether you're selling to, selling through, or selling to and through, it doesn't matter as long as you're supporting them. Now, as a, you know, they go through a whole process of 16 weeks of sessions for education and also live streams, recordings, podcasts like this that we're on with you today. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, as I mentioned, it is a competition. And these vendors are all competing for first thing they're competing for is the chance to be one of the three finalists and receive free booth space at IT Nation Connect in November. Second, once they become a third, one of the three finalists, then they're competing for the grand prize and competing on stage in front of a live audience. And it will be for the grand prize of $70,000 for first. Second is $30,000. And third, Marvin, what's third place we'll get? A dollar store set of steak knives. Correct. And they will be fantastic. Well, you're picking them out, so That's we'll right. find out. That's right. All right. So they will be heading down the road to Orlando. The mission to pitch at IT Nation. Now, before that, even though they're doing all of these things, there is going to be the Battle Royale ahead of that event. So quickly, tell us about Battle Royale. Good question. Again, you're full of great questions today, Marvin. I try. Stellar. I know you're impressive. So what what the Battle Royale is for is the actual part of the preliminary. It's the preliminary competition, right? This is for, we have 26 vendors in today. As mentioned, three of them will only move on the finals. So the Battle Royale was in, uh, and thank you to our friends at the channel program with Matt Solomon and Kevin. They, they're great. They, they hosted it last year. They're, they're hosting again this year. There will be a live virtual pitch off for three days. The last, I told, yeah, those days, I forget what those dates are again, but <laughs> that will be happening at the end of the, at the end of August. And the goal behind all that is for you MSPs to watch this and vote because voting is a big part of them moving on to the finals. So again, you want to watch your favorites move on. You got to be there. And that's going to be on August 24th, August 29th, and August 31st. So we have three days of this live pitches. Voting is involved. 
is for MSPs to watch to see what's really being. So that's what that's about. I'm glad you saved yourself and found those dates because. Right. Yeah. I was going to rip you for that, but you're saved and let's move on. We have a, another vendor that we'd like to promote and I will give you the honors of introducing them before we kick you out of the studio. You're, you're again, you're so good to me. Um, so yeah. So, a gentleman that's uh, been has been around for a while in technology. Actually, I got a good class from his VP of Sales recently on how long they've been around doing technology things and very impressive stuff. And they are involved in a very hot topic of AI and machine learning, which has been a it's been a hot topic for years, but now it's sort of come to fruition finally. The AI part, at least, right? Um, and he's this man's the co-founder and now and also president of the company. Uh, we have Josh. Inniger from Rock, Rockstream on right now. Hey, Josh, what's up? How's it going, guys? Doing great. All right. Yes, Josh, Marvin. Josh, nice to meet you. And uh, I'm going to give you a chance to uh, say your name properly because Sean just butchered it. So, Josh Tindiger. <laughs> you actually did a great job. No, that name was you. fine, but the company oh, no. name, you. Oh, Grok? Uttered a little bit. That's okay. I, <laughs> well, you know why? I don't know why I was going to say, I was like going to say Grok Systems. I was like, no, it's Grok Stream. So I don't know why I said, yeah, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know, but listen, okay, so we're, right. we're running Josh out of time. Kindiger from Rock Stream. Thank I mean, you. Thank good. you. Done. Thank you. Exit stage right. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm taking my ball with me. Hi, uh, Josh. Nice to meet you. And I guess let's start with the name, Rock Stream. Sounds, uh, where'd that come from? Great question. So basically our product is Grok. And the background is if you're from, if you're a science fiction and there was a, a novel written some years ago where basically the word grok came out of that, you know, it was coined out of that novel. And it, it, it basically means to study something so thoroughly that you, be, you become part of the topic, right? So given kind of our goal of solving problems um, in network and IT operations, um, you know, we found it fitting and, and therefore we named the company Grokstream. Okay. I must not have seen that movie because I have no idea. All I can think of is grok has the little... Is it the raccoon or the stick man in the, uh, what is it? The something of the universe. I don't know. Guardians. Guardians yes, of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I'm Grok or something like that. Is that. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's something like Grok, but it isn't Grok. I'm drawing a blank right now. It's all right. Uh, my listeners will ridicule me later. Uh, <laughs> so your company is built around AOPS. And I guess the first thing is, can you explain what AOPS is and how it can benefit organizations. Absolutely. So basically we leverage artificial intelligence to drive efficiencies into basically operation centers that um, like managed service providers have that, that basically monitor their customers' environments. And the whole goal is, you know, for these managed service providers, um, they're managing lots of different customers. They're monitoring lots of different environments and we help them do that very efficiently. Ultimately, our whole goal is to drive as close to possible to self-healing those problems as we can. Okay. So we already have our RMM. We have our agents. Uh, we have SAS alerts and stuff like that. So what are the real-world differences that Grok can bring? Yeah. So so we're going to basically integrate to the RMM, to any other platform that's collecting information from the, those customers' environments. We're going to integrate to the ticketing system or incident management system. And basically, we become the brain. So we're going to help correlate all of that signal across those platforms, identify patterns. And then once we identify the patterns, we learn 
How many times this problem has happened in the past? Did it result in a ticket or an incident? And if it did, how do we fix it? So, so then we're able to basically incorporate that back into our models so that next time we can either automate the identification of the problem or ultimately the resolution of the problem. All right. Now you have something that's called a stream to stream integration. Can you yeah. explain that? Yeah, definitely. So one of the things that we, we, we kind of learned early on in this world of AI and machine learning is that basically your output is only as good as the data that you're, that you're, that you're integrating to. Right. And sometimes we have to basically clean the data. We have to prepare the data so that when we feed it to the models, um, we're able to, uh, uh, you know, deliver the very best results. So we have the stream to stream, which is basically the front end of our pipeline where we're delivering these capabilities and it allows us to integrate to any number of different systems, RMMs, ticketing systems, incident management systems, other monitoring and observability tools, um, and basically prepare that data to optimally feed our models so that we get the, you know, the very best results. Now, this sounds like stuff that has to be done on the fly in real time and not looking back at historical data. Am I right? Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you imagine the pressure that the MSPs are under, the operation centers are under when problems unfold, when th- things start breaking, you know, their customers have zero tolerance for downtime, right? So we have to be able to recognize these issues even before they break and start becoming proactive and predictive so that we can basically identify problems and, and prevent them from happening if possible. Sometimes things just break, in which case we're going to pick up on the patterns immediately and get it fixed as quickly as possible. But this is definitely not something that we're looking at historical data and, and providing analytics on. This is stuff that we're doing real time. All right. Now, of course, we know that this is all part of the ConnectWise Pidget thing. So I assume you've integrated with ConnectWise, but have you done integration with some of the other products that, that we use? So that's a great question. Interestingly, our so you know we're still a startup. Um, we're we're growing fast, but we kind of come at our experience and our background is basically in larger managed service providers. Um, so when we first launched our product, you know, we were doing you know we're we're selling to the you know, these large tier one I guess we can call them managed service providers that are basically providing solutions to Fortune one thousand companies. And as our product has matured, basically it's allowed us to kind of. Um, you know, be fully multi-tenant and, and kind of deliver at a scale, which, um, uh, you know, at this, at this, basically at this market, we're not, where we're now starting to integrate to RMM. So this ConnectWise program is helping us kind of drive down kind of into this market. We're very excited about it because we think our platform, you know, is going to be able to deliver the exact same capabilities that the largest managed service providers in the world deliver. And now we're delivering it to, you know, the tens of thousands of uh, kind of uh, mid-sized managed service providers that are out there. Okay. So obviously multi-tenant is a nice thing that we like to hear if we're going out to do this. Yeah. Uh, now, in terms of the dashboard and in terms of that integration, is it obviously a secondary dashboard? And is it something where we have to worry about protecting the data that's in there? No. we're So when we say multi-tenant, basically we protect our customers' data um, at every level. So when a customer logs, it is a full multi-tenant platform. But the, de- the, the, uh, the data is separated such that one managed service provider is only going to see their data. And we can even, you know, in some maybe some of the largest ma- larger managed service providers, we can even kind of set security profiles up where you can only see certain regions or certain customers if that's something that you want to be. Able to. OK, so now my head's spinning and I'm sitting here trying to think of all these scenarios because this sounds like there could be a, a challenge in, you know, implementing AI ops. But. You know, what are some of the, I guess, challenges for somebody like me in the MSP space to bringing AI ops to, you know, to our stack? Great question. So um, one of the things when, when people talk about AI ops, 
historically, um, uh, you know, what we would hear from the market was, hey, we've deployed this other AI ops tool and there really isn't a lot of AI. It requires rules, requires a heavy lift. It requires months and months to, to implement it. And we focused very hard early on in building the platform such that I won't say plug and play, but basically we're in the process now of deploying our solution in the Azure marketplace and a customer will be able to go out um, and, you know, select their integration, you know, ConnectWise is the RMM, ConnectWise is the ticketing system and hit go. And basically within the next 24 hours, Grok is working and learning. So while there is sometimes some customization that we have to do, if, if, if you know, they've customized kind of any of those tools, um, it's still very easy to implement. And, and, you know, we're able to show value in a very quick horizon. All right. So artificial intelligence, machine learning, but there's got to still be some human element in there, right? Is there a balance that is, you know, achieved when, when implementing this? Absolutely. So there's a concept we of basically providing feedback to the models. We call them operator overrides. So when we basically, um, Grok is deployed and we're forming detections, which is basically a, a group of alarms that is you know, maybe coming from an RMM, um, uh, we give the operator the ability to basically override what we've done, or maybe something new happens and Grok's never seen it. So we're not going to group it. We give them the ability to basically highlight, select the, the alarms and create their own detection. So uh, basically you know, the value that we're able to deliver our customers is really, it's based on two factors. Number one, it's, it's how Grok learns those patterns, but also we learn from how the operators, because they have a lot of experience in the space. You know, oftentimes they know best. We give them the ability to influence Rock's understanding of, of this environment and help us basically provide our capabilities better down the road. All right. So we are heading towards Orlando and the March to IT Nation. Now we talked about a ton of technical stuff. So in terms of what you're pitching to us as MSPs, what would be like the one thing that you would like to say that would, you know, be the simplest way to drive home what Grok can do for us? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, um, you know, under, being in this space for a long time, understanding that today consumers have very little tolerance for downtime. An MSP's job is to ensure that their customers are happy. And the way that they do, do that today is by providing a service. And we help them deliver that service more efficiently. Um, basically, ultimately helping them drive as close to a self-healing operations um, you know, as they possibly can. All right. Josh, thank you very much for spending a few moments with us. And hopefully we'll see you in Orlando as one of the final three. And Josh Kenninger, Grokstream co-founder and president. And we'll either be handing you 70000 30000 a set of steak knives or not in Orlando. <laughs> so, Sounds good. Thanks. All right, Josh, we'll see you there. And folks, uh, thank you for listening and uh, participating in another episode of the IT Business Podcast. We'll be back with another episode soon. And until then, holla.